Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though. And links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, I'm sharing five things I'm betting that you didn't know about your vagina. Just a heads up, there's a bit of a chat about sex and a lot of chat about vaginas in this episode. So pop your headphones in and close little ears because you do not want to miss this one. I'm Rachel and I'm obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition and menstrual cycle health will dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want a sneak peek into the ultimate guide to your menstrual cycle? Let me walk you through everything you need to know about your period, what happens for the rest of the month, and why your fertility matters no matter what season of life you're in right now. To download your free chapter of the Mana Guide to Understanding and Loving Your Menstrual Cycle, head to manawomenswellness.com forward slash free book. Hello and welcome to episode number seven of the Minor Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today I'm sharing with you five things that I'm kind of willing to bet you did not know about your vagina. Now, we all know that female anatomy is a bit of a mystery for most men, but can we really blame them when the vagina is kind of a mystery for us girls too? Probably more of a mystery than we're willing to admit. Now, there is a hell of a lot that we don't know about our vaginas. For starters, did you know that the whole area down there is actually called the vulva? The vagina is the hole, the ring of muscle that is the entrance to our uterus via our cervix. And there's a whole lot more to this area than what you might be thinking. Now, in the 30 seconds or so that I've already been talking, I have said the word vagina about five times, and be warned, I'm going to be saying it a whole lot more during this episode. Now, remember that vagina is an anatomical term, and yes, it's not often something we talk about openly in public, but it is a word that we should be comfortable saying. And the more comfortable we are saying the word and actually talking about it, the more comfortable we'll be 
asking questions, learning about our bodies, and realizing that it's actually a huge area of our health and not just something that can be ignored. With that said, let's dive on in to the five things that you didn't know about your vagina. Number one, every vagina is different. Just like the male anatomy, vaginas come in all shapes and sizes. Now, the length of a vagina can range anywhere from 4 to 10 centimeters, and that is enormous variation. Now, the shape of your vagina can vary too, and one study has even gone so far as to make internal molds of women's vaginas, and from this study, they were able to group vaginas into five different shapes. So, we have cone-shaped, parallel sides, heart-shaped, slug-shaped, and pumpkin-seed-shaped. And then another study came out a few years later and declared that the shape of the vagina is not symmetrical and it's not actually similar to any known geometric shape. And so once again, research has proven that every woman and her vagina is very, very different. And now pornography has a hell of a lot to answer for when it comes to the appearance of our vaginas and our vulvas. And it's caused a lot of women to worry about whether or not their vagina is actually normal. Now, what these types of films don't tell you is that most women in these adult films have probably had some sort of surgical enhancement, not just on their boobs, but labioplasty is now a thing where women are having the lips of their vaginas called the labia removed or tucked in to make the vagina look more aesthetically pleasing. Can you hear the air quotes I'm using there? Let me be straight. If you're having sex with someone who is super concerned about what your vagina does or doesn't look like, you should probably be having sex with somebody else. There is no such thing as a normal vagina. Every single one is just as unique as the woman who owns it. Now, while we're on the topic of sex, let's move on to fact number two. Your pelvic floor plays a huge role in your sex life. Now, the pelvic floor is a sling of muscles that supports your pelvic organs, your bowel, your bladder, and your uterus, and works to squeeze close the openings to these organs, your urethra, your anus, and your vagina. And so the pelvic floor muscles wrap around the opening of the vagina and play a huge role in your sexual function. Now, if you want to know more about the pelvic floor and how to improve its strength and function, then I highly, highly recommend checking out checking out episode number three. Now, I'll make sure I include a link to that in the show notes as well. So now that you can imagine where the pelvic floor muscles are located, you can imagine that they have a pretty big effect on sex. If these muscles are weak, if they have low tone and just aren't working very well, you may actually experience reduced sensation during sex. You might notice that tampons or menstrual cups just don't stay in place or they even fall out. And you might also notice a little leaking when you exercise, cough, sneeze, or during sex. If these pelvic floor muscles are overactive, meaning they're really tight, carry a lot of tension, and have a lot of trouble relaxing, I promise this is not a good thing. Back to those adult movies, despite what they will tell you about uh, having a tight vagina, you will actually find that using tampons or cups is impossible due to pain, and you may even have trouble emptying your bladder. Let me be clear, pain during sex is never normal. It's more common than you probably think, but it can be a really big deal and it can have a huge effect on relationships. Sex is supposed to be enjoyable, not something where you grit your teeth, close your eyes and wait for it to be over. 
If it's painful, seek help. Talk to your partner about ways to make the whole experience more enjoyable and relaxing for you and use lube and get checked out by a women's health physio if you think that your pelvic floor muscles might be too tight or overactive. Once again, if you want to know more about how to do your pelvic floor exercises correctly, you can check out episode number three. And now on to thing number three of the five things that you didn't know about your vagina. And number three is a healthy vagina is an acidic vagina. I love this. I think acidic is just the perfect way to describe a vagina. Acidic makes me think of a particular type of woman. She's tough. She's cold as ice and she'll give you one chance and then destroy you. And that's how I like to think of the vagina because it's that acidic environment that means that sperm only lives for a couple of hours after a But if a woman is fertile and pregnancy is possible, then the vagina will completely change its environment and the cervix produces mucus to nourish sperm cells. It keeps them alive and even guides them on their way to meet the egg in the fallopian tube. And the two sides to the vagina, that acidic and deadly or the warm and nourishing, depending on the time of the month, I just love it. And so the vagina is acidic and it's this acidic environment that is super important for maintaining a healthy environment. vagina. It's the acidity that protects your vagina from infection, which is really important to avoid because any infection around the vagina is at risk of passing through the cervix and into the uterus. And that's called an upper reproductive tract uh, infection. And any sort of uterine infection can be really serious and can even affect our fertility long-term. So it's really important to maintain that acidic environment. Now, this also helps to control the growth of bad bacteria and yeast. So just like yogurt, your vagina is home to a lot of good bacteria. If the vagina becomes too alkaline, and if you remember back to your high school chemistry days, acids and bases, alkaline is the opposite of acidic. If the vagina becomes too alkaline, then an unhealthy amount of this bad bacteria or yeast can grow. And this increases the risk of bacterial infections, thrush, and all sorts of delicious things that we squirm in our seats just thinking about. Now, the vagina naturally becomes a little more alkaline after menopause, which makes it more prone to bacterial infections at this time. And while we're on the subject of yeast infections, I also want to add that birth control pills can also cause yeast infections. Any synthetic hormone, which we see in all forms of hormonal contraceptives, including the pill, will disrupt your body's natural balance of estrogen and progesterone and can cause an overgrowth of yeast. Now, the most common form of yeast in the vagina is candida, and it actually attaches itself to estrogen. This stops your body from using estrogen and eventually reduces your estrogen levels. And low estrogen levels, just like in menopause, creates the perfect environment for yeast to flourish, which is why if you've ever stopped or started taking the pill, you might have developed thrush. Now, you can maintain this ideal, healthy, acidic environment by avoiding anything that could disrupt the good bacteria and the flora in your vagina. Flora, what a word to use here. So, avoid using soaps and perfumes or douching the area. Your vulva only needs to be washed with warm water when you're in the shower and your vagina is self-cleaning. So, the best thing to do is to just let it do its thing. 
Other habits that may increase your risk of bacterial or yeast infection include things that will either change the environment or disrupt the balance of your sex hormones, which will in turn change the environment. So some common things are a lack of sleep, eating excessive sugar, not changing your pads or tampons often enough, wearing tight, non-breathable undies or clothes, or wearing wet clothes for too long, particularly bath or shower products, laundry detergents, lubes, and spermicides. Now, some medications and conditions that can have the same effect are stress, surprise, surprise, antibiotics, which you might have heard before, always take probiotics and eat yogurt to restore your good bacteria if you've taken a course of antibiotics. Um, Other conditions might be a weak immune system, high blood pressure, hormonal imbalance in your menstrual cycle, and pregnancy. Now, I know I told you to use lube earlier to avoid painful sex, and my recommendation here is to find as natural a lubricant as possible and to always shower after sex so that the lube isn't hanging around and really creating that environment that bacteria will enjoy. So while we're on the subject, if anyone has any recommendations for a natural or close to natural lube that actually works, hit me up in the DMs and let me know. I'm asking for a friend. Now, number four on the list of things you didn't know about your vagina. Number four, your vagina will change throughout your life. If you've ever given birth, you're probably rolling your eyes at me right now and saying, well, duh. And you'd be right. Childbirth will change your vagina. Pregnancy will change your vagina. Even if you've had a cesarean delivery, you have still had a bowling ball sitting on your pelvic floor for nine months. And so just like every other body part and tissue, the vagina and vulva will change as we get older and as we go through those milestones such as pregnancy and menopause. As we get older and our estrogen levels decrease, there is often thinning of the skin of the vulva and during pregnancy, the skin might become darker due to increased blood flow to the area. The most important takeaway here is that if you're not sure and something doesn't seem right, ask your doctor. And if you're not comfortable asking your doctor, I would seriously recommend hunting around for a doctor that you are comfortable asking these questions to, because the doctor's office should be a completely safe space for asking every single question under the sun, especially about those important but slightly sensitive topics like your vagina. Please don't rely on Google and stay away from Google images. And so we've arrived at number five on the list of five things you didn't know about your vagina. And I couldn't possibly wrap this episode up without talking about the most mysterious of all female anatomy, the clitoris. And just like a transformer, there is more to the clitoris than meets the eye. That was a very poor attempt at a joke. I apologize. So we will move right along now to fact number five. There is more to the clitoris than meets the eye. Now, the sole purpose of the clitoris is for sexual pleasure. How amazing that we women actually have an organ for this. Men can't say the same thing about their penis, which has a few important functions. So women in all of their glorious feminine power have an organ just for sexual pleasure. Now, the clitoris has a really rich blood supply and is full of nerve endings, and some studies say that it actually has twice as many nerve endings as a penis. And so even though we think of the clitoris as small, and in some cases, for some people, impossible to find, the clitoris is actually a lot bigger than you think. It's a little like an iceberg. 
We can see the tip, but there is a whole lot more going on underneath the surface. In fact, did you know that the clitoris has arms? Seriously, there's the very small tip that is visible, and then underneath the skin of the vulva, running in the same direction as the labia, are two arms of the clitoris called crura. And these arms can be as long as five to nine centimeters in length, and they become engorged when there's increased blood flow to the area and increase in firmness around the entry to the vagina. Now, I told you not to rely on Google images just before, but I would encourage you to have a look at the actual size and shape of the clitoris. The first time I saw a picture of it, it really blew my mind. So I would definitely invite you to Google this one, find an anatomical drawing, and let me know if you knew that the clitoris was actually that big. Okay, so I really hope you learned something new today. I've had an absolute ball talking about some different stuff today, and I'd love to hear from you what you learned about your vagina in this episode. The key takeaway here is that there is so much more going on down there than we ever realize, and it's so important to get comfortable talking about this stuff because we want to be comfortable asking questions and raising concerns if something doesn't seem right. If you're comfortable doing so, grab a mirror and have a look for yourself. I'm betting this is something you haven't done in quite some time, or maybe you've never really had a look down there, but I really think it's important to get familiar with your own vulva. Notice I said vulva here because that's the external stuff we can actually see. And the more familiar you become with how your vulva looks and even feels, the easier it will be to pick up on changes in color, texture, discharge, sensation, all those things that could be a sign of something else going on. Remember, every vulva and every vagina is very different and not symmetrical. And they certainly don't look like what we're seeing online and in certain adult films. Okay, so let's wrap up now and recap those five things that I bet you didn't know about your vagina. And I want you to correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong. I want you to tell me if you knew these, these things. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from you all. So number one, every vagina is different. So yeah, you probably did already know that one, but you really know now that there was a lot of variation in length. So anywhere between four to 10 centimeters long is a huge variation of normal. And yes, all of these things are normal. Number two on the list was that your pelvic floor plays a huge role in your sex life. The healthier and stronger your pelvic floor is, the better your sex life and the better your sensation and the better your orgasms. And that right there is the reason for doing your pelvic floor exercises every single day. A healthy vagina is an acidic vagina. That's fact number three for you. We have to look after the environment and maintain our natural flora as best we can to avoid bacterial infection and yeast overgrowth. Number four on the list, your vagina will change throughout your life. Menopause, pregnancy, and everything in between, the hormone changes that occur with these major life milestones will influence our body tissues, skin color, blood flow, and so much more. And finally, number five, there is more to the clitoris than meets the eye. Remember what you see is just the tip of the iceberg. How could we forget this one? Seriously, ladies, Google images. It's incredible. Okay, let's wrap up. And now, please, if you learned something in today's episode, I really hope you did. 
really want to hear from you as well. Or if you want to blow my mind with your own fun facts about the vagina, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram, share it on your stories and share it with the world. If you've got a question, please ask away because this podcast is for you. And I want to talk about the things that are the most important to you. Now, don't forget that if you want to learn more about your pelvic floor, I've got heaps of free resources available on my website and I'll link to them them in my show notes as well. So you can head on over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash post forward slash seven for all of the links. I will see you in next week's episode where I will be answering a listener question all about exercise and pregnancy. Okay, bye for now. And don't forget that knowledge is power. When you truly understand your body, you are empowered to make informed decisions and take control of your health. Until next time. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone. Wear the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you. TempDrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where TempDrop steps in to provide clear, science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my TempDrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash TempDrop for more information.